Welcome to Funny Parents, everyone. I'm Mary Teresa Archibald. And I'm Pat Shea. And we are so happy to be back in your ears. Here we And we sang it this time. I guess I did. I was feeling it. Even better. <laughs> uh, hope you're it's good. It's late. It is late. <laughs> it's late. Yes, uh, and we hope you're good. Yes, yeah. we hope you're safe. We hope you're healthy. Hope your kids are healthy. We hope remote learning's going okay. Yeah. Boy, remote learning. Or uh, in school learning. In school learning, yes, which our kids go to. We get some some days in and some days out. <laughs> For now. Yes. Um, so uh, we would love to check in. Tell us how you're doing. Check us out at facebook.com slash funny parents. Come and say hello. Uh, and as the holidays are approaching, yeah. if you're thinking, gosh, I'd love to get some sort of swag that says funny parents or give it to somebody that you know is if a funny I parent. I could get a mouse pad. Uh, yes. <laughs> oh, so useful. Mouse pad. A mouse pad with the funny parents logo on it. Or... A, a t-shirt, yes, something like that. Or a tote bag. Uh, go to our Redbubble store, Funny Parents, and pick up some fun swag. It's really cute. Um, yeah, and so today... Yes. So Pat's got a thing. I do have a thing, because usually I do not like seeing Christmas stuff in stores. I, I mean, obviously, it turns up in the store before Halloween, which to me is ridiculous. Uh, I really feel like it's really the last few days before Thanksgiving that you should be seeing Christmas stuff in the stores. That is not what the situation is. And I feel very bad about it because tonight we're actually going to be sharing a Christmas time story. Well, because Pat feels like it, he feels Thanksgiving is like the line of demarcation. Yeah. Right? For the holidays. Exactly. And before the holidays. So to appease Pat, I am going to share a small Thanksgiving story. I was in the second grade. Uh-huh. And again, I'm the youngest of seven kids. So, you know, Thanksgiving's a big thing. A lot of mouths to feed. A lot of things going on. And I was pretty excited because for the first time ever, I was contributing to the meal. Oh, really? I did. Um, in my class, in my second grade class, we made cranberry sauce in class. And mm. it was so exciting. I learned how to make it. And so then I was like, I'm going to make this. So I made it at uh, home and I was super duper proud to put it on the table. And, you know, my family's all eating it. Normally, cranberry sauce in our house is, you know, out of the jar. like, <laughs> And it's, it has that jar, <laughs> that can. It's not out of a jar. It's, it's, it's a out jelly. of a can. It's it has the jelly. The, the can sh shape, you know, the ribbed, the really delicious cylinder. Oh yeah, yes, it's absolutely one I'm of not my favorite. Parts. Complaining, I'm just pointing out. So, the fresh cranberry sauce is there. Everyone's eating it, and I'm sitting to the left of my father and dishing out, and everyone's eating. And I feel myself getting hot, mm. and I notice my father is looking at me. My siblings start to look at me, and uh, unbeknownst to me. Uh, I'm swelling. I'm just swelling. Um, mind you, no one says anything. It's meal time. Let's not stop what we're doing for the seven-year-old who is swelling up at the corner of the table. And we got all the way through the meal. I definitely felt very hot. Uh, we had pumpkin pie. You know, my father had a big slice with the, the whipped cream on it, the whole thing. And when he finally finished his dessert, he said, okay, Mary, let's go. 
And uh, he taps me and I'm like, where are we going? The hospital. Uh, As that Thanksgiving, when I made my very first contribution to the Thanksgiving table, I discovered I am allergic to berries. And what kills me is now I think of that moment so fondly because it is so quintessentially my father. He was like, you're good. You're fine. You're absolutely fine. Eventually, we're going to have to get you a shot uh, so you don't go into shock. But you're good. Um I'll finish this pie. Yes. (laughs) Let's not interrupt the meal, shall we? Um, Famously, a kid down the street was playing football with my brothers uh, and fell on the cement. And actually, the bone, like his collarbone protruded from his skin. Mm. And my dad, like, just came home from work. And (laughs) he came up to this kid and was like, you're fine. You're fine. Get in the car. But you're fine. No worry. Shake it off. And I just enjoyed that that was his very calm methodology of parenting. And it is so not mine. Mm. I wish it was. And to this day, I still only eat cranberry sauce out of the can because it's so processed Mm. and has no actual juice of berry in it. Cranberry. I can actually eat it. So there you go, Pat. There is your Thanksgiving story. (laughs) So we can move on to the holidays. Yeah, now now we've got... And what's terrible is we will probably get a Thanksgiving story on like January 15th. Totally. Yeah. One way or another, we are going to rejoin uh, two guests that we've already had, Claire and Shane. And you may remember when Claire and Shane recorded a story with us, they were talking from their car. They were inside their car, parked in their garage, outside of the house. Uh, and, uh, and now you get to find out why. Um, oh, right. Okay. Okay. Now, now it's story time. Now it's story, story time. time. So it's important that you know that we are in our car, in our garage, sweating, <laughs> And our child is downstairs. We needed several walls. We needed to put a lot of sound barriers (laughs) so that he could not possibly hear us record this podcast because this is a secret. This is a there. There is a certain amount of uh, things he should not know, and we're trying to do this. So yes, we've we've gone to great lengths. To tell you the story without telling him the story. Telling him the story, yes. <laughs> because we, so we've always tried to avoid all the commercialism and all anything that is the popular thing or anything all the kids are doing. We've we've not gone straight for that. We've you know we we held off on Minecraft as long as we oh could. Oh my god! I mean, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. you know, we we we've we've held off on so many of the the different you know the video games we held off as long as we could, mm-hmm. and even when it comes to just like the holidays, like we we like Santa Claus and all, and, and you know, he's, he's, he's all well and good, but you know, we weren't making a Christmas about Santa Claus. And I think he was okay with that. He was never super 
No, super he duper. was super blasé about everything that I thought was magical when I was a kid. <laughs> and yeah. so, like, you know, my family would just go balls out crazy for Christmas. And I mean, like, mountains of gifts. And then the next morning, a whole nother mountain of gifts. <laughs> mm-hmm. And they would stand outside the window shaking, you know, bells. And we were like, oh, my God, are those reindeer? And it was like people <sighs> under our window, like, shaking, like, things. And, like, just being ridiculous. And he was like... That's nice. And so we, so, but, but no, Bullshit and I were kind of like, we had a, you know, we had a couple conversation like, Hey, I don't know how I, I feel kind of morally conflicted about lying to our child, but then we just got like sucked into it like a tidal wave because of my family. Like they just shoved Santa down our throats, but we, we didn't even see it coming. It was just like a freaking landslide of, of crazy, like one Christmas morning. But so, and so but, but he was not faced. He was just like, whatever. And so we were kind of like, okay, this is good. He's not. He's, he's a no drama. He's kid. a no drama kid. He's like really, really mellow. And he was never a crybaby, and he was never really materialistic. We were always really lucky in that regard. And it's like, okay, he's such an easygoing guy. We haven't had a lot of the trouble oh God, that no, we hear not a about lot of drama. Yeah, not a lot of not a lot. Hardly, we had like one tantrum. I'm really it's kind of sounds insane, but we had literally had one tantrum when he was three, and it was like, you know, okay. You're angry. He was like, I am angry. You know, and it was like, okay, I'm mad at you again. I'm okay. But so, so and, anyway, so as parents, we thought, okay, well, that's that'll be so it our, for the rest of so our, our lives. Kid is just like easy, and so, but we we do in general like use a lot of improv in our family settings. So, like in the morning, you know, to like offset weird stuff in the morning we'd be like hey hey mommy what what you doing and then we'd be like i'm making an egg as fast as i can like we would play like these improv games at home <laughs> he, would bring, you know. he, was, he was totally used to that yes. and 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 we were totally used to okay i mean we're not we're not lying to him we're just we're gonna yes and we're just gonna agree and we're gonna have fun yes. with that so we're always like kind of like on the fly just doing stuff so one morning we're getting ready for school and it's just a regular crazy frenetic morning but not a lot of drama just like getting ready for school and um he's like hey mom did you see an elf and i'm like oh yeah i totally saw an elf he was just like running around he was totally making a mess in the bathroom and i told him he needed to just you know come back later because it was just a bad time yes yes and And you bet there's an elf all of a sudden my child is like what oh my god you like why did you do that and he's just sobbing and I'm, I'm like, I, I don't even, I'm like not even prepared for this. I'm like, what is this? Oh my God. I, I broke him. You know, he's oh, just oh, like, miserable, yeah. and he's just, I'm like, oh no. And I, and then I really felt like I just a bad parent who caves in. I'm like, oh no, tears. Oh, whatever you want here. Like, you know, they here, take Spain, you know? So like, you're just, <laughs> you give him whatever he wants. Right. So I'm like, um, I will call Santa and I'll make this right. Don't worry about it. Cause cause she, she had to figure out what's going on here. You know, why, why is uh-huh. this, this idea of an elf so shocking? Yeah. And it what, did actually take a while to figure it out, too. I was like, what's going on? And after the detective work and she's driving him to school, still sobbing, uh, we, we, what we determine is that his classmates have all told him about the elf on the shelf. Oh, oh my gosh. And, and they've, all, they've all got their elf and their elf is on their mantelpiece or whatever. And so clearly he must have an elf or you don't have an elf. 
And so it's all, you know, he, he's, he's being ganged up on by all these other kids with elves. Mm-hmm. And this is what's happened is, you know, basically <laughs> Claire has just sent away his elf. Oh my God. How could you do this? <laughs> so this is why she says, all right, no, I'll, I'll call Santa. I'll call Santa. I'll make it right. To which he says, she's, Oh, you, you have Santa's phone number, mommy. I'm like, yes, <laughs> no, yes, of course I do. He's on speed dial. Um, so he's like, okay, I, you promise he's going to come. I'm like, Yes. And so I drop him off at school and I call Shane and I'm like, uh, I screwed up. And so I go, oh, what, what will this be? Like, you know, what, what screwed up? Is he heard? Or, or, you know, what, what, what did we do? What went wrong? We are in for the elf. We have to get an elf. To which I said, and we do not. <laughs> the, the hell we don't. Uh, Cause I was, I, 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 I was already, you know, anti all the commercialism, all the the marketing. But I really hated this elf. He did. He was not attractive looking. Yeah. He's spy. creepy. He's a spy. Yeah, he's he's, he's a man. Um, everything about the elf on the shelf, I hate. Uh, and she's like, "Yo, no, well, we have to get this elf." And I said, and she just wore me down with like, "You do not know what it was like. You do know you weren't there. You didn't see him crying. You don't know the pain he's in." Oh my in. god, he's suffering. So now I'm going to be, I'm, so my lunch hour is now me going to Macy's to look for an elf, to look for an elf. So I'm off to Macy's. Meanwhile, I, she, I'm working at the Museum of Contemporary Art. It's like the David Bowie exhibition and the room literally shakes. The phone will not stop ringing. People are trying to get tickets to this exhibit. There's no way I can leave. I just like eat a cracker and then like, hello, would you like to go to David Bowie? I mean, it's like completely bizarre. <laughs> so she's on the phone telling me Constantly. how I got to get the elf. I'm like, you got to get the elf because I'm like chained here to David Bowie land. So, so I go, I go to Macy's and Macy's is a nightmare because a, it's it's the big Macy's. Yeah, it's, it's the, the big tower. center. The, or, yeah, or the yeah, it's the big Mercy. center Mercy. Macy's. Yeah, it's the big Chicago. The Macy's. big Chicago Macy's, and and they have like a whole display, and it's decadent and it's gross, and everything is minimum seventy five dollars, <laughs> and this elf is everywhere, and there's new versions of the elf, and there's videos of the elf, and there's just all this elf stuff, and I was just got angry. I just got so angry that I'd somehow all these other stupid kids had somehow roped us in to getting this elf. Yeah. And so I called her and I said, there's nothing I can get here. This is not doable. The best I can do is I will, I will take the train to target at the end of the day. And I will, I know I've seen elves at target. I am not, I'm not spent. I'm not going to pay a lot for this elf. Uh, And so my my work, my coworkers are hearing this conversation. Like, you know, I'm not going to get an elf made of gold and, you know, I'm like, you have to get the elf, you know? And so um, I hang up and I'm feeling pretty blue and my one of my coworkers says, "Hey, I'm gonna Photoshop an elf in my living room because I live a block from you guys, and I'll put it on Facebook, and I will tell, I will post that your elf is in my living room eating our ice cream and drinking our beer, just hanging out, just hanging out. So I'll buy you some time because you know time was also the problem because like you literally had to, you went to work and then you just came back, picked up the child before the school shamed you, and they just shut the doors on you because you had like this tiny window to pick up your kid. And so I was like, okay, I gotta go get the kid. And then hopefully Shane can get this elf and I will use the Facebook post. Thank you. So now she's on the, the, the Photoshop project. And so her coworker does this, finds this picture of them on their, on their, their couch. Uh, and really, I mean, this was, this was not, you know, Lucasfilm level CGI work. I mean, this, this, this elf is pasted in, but she sends me the photo and says, this is the elf you have to get. 
because it has to match oh, the one that's in the picture. Yeah. You can't go get the blonde elf because now because the 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 brown haired elf is the one in the picture. Right. So yeah, now I've got now I've got super limitations. Yeah, <laughs> it's got even more paradigms. But so anyway, I pick up Dash, and he's like, "Mom, did you did you get a hold of Santa?" Didn't and forget I, it all. <laughs> I, I was like, um, "I have not talked to him yet, but I promise when we get home, I will talk to Santa." And then um, we get home, and now I forgot to mention this guy had been calling me all week long from the Steppenwolf, and uh, to he, sell season tickets to sell season tickets to me. Sure. I was on a first name basis with this guy and he, you know, I'd be like, I'd be like, Joe, sorry. It's a bad time. Call me tomorrow night at seven o'clock. So we, we roll in the door about six 45 and I show dash the Facebook post and he loses his mind. He's like, Oh my God. Oh my God. He's, he's down the street. He's, he's down the street. And so that he runs to the windows. Well, will I see him walking down the street? Well, will I see him walking. And so that he's running back and forth in the, in the, he doesn't even know what to do with his little body. He's like, should I sit? Should I go to the window? Should I sit? Should I go to the window? He's just completely losing his mind. And then the phone rings. The phone rings. Oh. Hi, Santa. I didn't even miss a beat. I'm like, hello, Santa. How are you? Oh. It's, it's Joe. It's Joe, it's from, Joe Steppenwolf. from the Steppenwolf. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, he wants to tell you about Laurie Metcalf oh being in the season. <laughs> he thinks I'm berserk. He's like, this is not happening. The season tickets are not happening. I'm but like, she did oh. the whole conversation with, oh, yes, Santa. I No, I appreciate that the elf's on his way. I Thanks for taking my call earlier. And poor Joe from the Steppenwolf. Um, Gary Sinise. Uh, yeah. So, so meanwhile, we have this funky, tiny apartment. It's like 400 square feet on the bottom, and then 400 square feet above. It's like a, it's like a, cake. It's, a it's a duplex, and yeah. so yeah, there's there's a second floor. So while she's talking to to Steppenwolf Santa, uh, I'm at Target, and I'm at Target, and Target has been picked over, uh, like like you know like. Like people were looking for toilet paper several weeks ago. That's what it was like. It's the shelves are empty. There's you know there's barely anything. There's certain you know there's 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 ornaments of the elf. There's a couple books, but uh, my it's plan not, of it's not going to match. It's, it's not. It's it, not nothing's going to match, oh and, and certainly not what I envisioned after I ditched Macy's. And then all I can find is this plush elf. And, you know, so he's soft. He's got a flat face. He's got the weird blue eyes. They're looking off to the side. And I send mm. Claire a picture and I said, this is it. This is the best I can do. If you got to have this elf tonight, this is the only one. This is the only one that works. And she's like, do it. Get the elf. <laughs> so, make the deal. Make the deal. Make the deal. <laughs> so so right. I oh. stuff this elf in my bag and I trudge home uh, and I had to go up to the second floor. Yeah, we have a house. sort of we have two entrances. And so Yeah, there's a there's an entrance on both levels. So I go up, so they're downstairs, and I've kind of sent her the note on, you know, coming, coming in. And so I have to mm. sneak in to the second floor and rip off, yeah, all, the rip, rip off all the tags, <laughs> get all the little plastic crap off of the elf, and then hide this thing basically in Dash's bed. Yeah. And so I hide the elf. <gasps> very quietly and then i sneak back out and i come in i go down the stairs and i come in the first floor and i say hello Dad, family oh, hello <laughs> and he's still like you know when's the elf gonna when's get here when's he gonna have and and he hasn't gone up to his room and he's still he'll brush his teeth he'll eat dinner he does all that and has no idea and now he's getting really bummed out he's like that elf is still not here and i'm like well let's go get you in bed and maybe he'll show up tonight and i'll bring him into you so he crawls crawls into the bed 
and the elf is in the bed, right? And he picks up, he scoops up this elf. Like like a treasure. Oh my God. He's like, my elf. So in love with this elf. Immediately. Immediately. It was like his lost child. But all, whatever his hopes were, they were all immediately realized by this. He loves this elf. And I've never done crack cocaine, but I'm pretty sure the high <laughs> that you that I just had as a parent of like, yes, high five God. Like, you know, Came you just through for my kid. Yes. You just feel like a superhero. Right. And I was like, I'll do it again. I'm going to lie and lie again. Here, <laughs> make the magic happen, you know? So, but what's, what's amazing is, you know, we, we've, I, from what I understand, we've done it wrong. You know, he's not supposed to touch the elf. The elf is supposed mm-hmm. to sit on high and judge him. And you're supposed mm-hmm. to move the elf around. And, <laughs> and then the elf goes away until he comes back again to monitor you. Yeah. And so you know, the elf is big right. brother is how you're supposed to do it. And we didn't do it that way no. at all. He absolutely you know, adores his elf, hugs his elf. Elf uh, goes everywhere, man. Elf and so is when, the new when, best friend. And when Christmas came, he was really starting to get sad because he, you know, he, he'd heard uh, that the elf was going to go away. And he, uh, we weren't ready for that. So what ended up happening was on Christmas Eve, uh, Santa, in the person of me, wrote a note and explained, "Thank you for taking such good care of my of of my elf, uh, Edwin, because his name is Edwin." And Dash wanted to know what his name was, and so Santa told him, uh, and said, uh, "I'm going to take away his magic for now, and I need you to take care of him for the rest of the year until I turn his magic back on." <gasps> And so that's how it works is, uh, you know, after Christmas, the elf is just around. He's, he's just, just he's a with cuddle. He's just a love he's cuddle, just a love right? cuddler. Yeah. Uh, but then at some point, like after Thanksgiving, suddenly one morning, the elf will be in a funny new position and Dash will see him and just sort of laugh. And say, oh, Edwin. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and he's still doing it. Our son is 12. It, and like, this, still is, doing this it. has not really oh, gone away. Awesome. And I right? kind of suspect, I feel like he has to be on to us just because I just can't believe he's not. But he, if, if so, he's still playing the game and he's still enjoying the game. And that's, that's the thing that's really satisfying now is that whatever we've done with the commercialism of the elf on the shelf, we've, we've made our own and it's his and he's still into it. And so we'll keep that going as long as he will let us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So this makes help. sitting in the car totally worth it. Yeah. Yes, I know we're so sweaty right now. Because if he was listening to this, oh my God. Oh my God. You're so dead. That's amazing. Yeah. I love that faith, that that belief that this mm-hmm. elf has this magic ability. Um, I'll be honest, we have not gone down that elf on the shelf. Well, road. we have one. No, we have a knockoff one. We didn't get the real one. Oh, really? Yeah, we didn't get the real one. Well, I know it doesn't sit in any way. No, no. It and just- I actually was thinking that because of COVID, we might need to go down the elf of the shelf road. Really? Yeah. I feel like we, we're going to have all this time. We're going to be in the house so much. It might add a little bit of spirit to it. Um, and I think our boys would get a really big kick out of hmm. what our elf would wind up about. And I think I would get a kick out of it for like eight days and then be like, oh, Lord, why did I do this to myself? <laughs> so if you have some elf on the shelf 
tips mm-hmm. or tricks, please come over to Facebook and help me um, as I aim to make this holiday season joyous and full of wonderful things. As my kids are like, I guess we just have to write Santa a letter because we can't go see yeah. him. Well, we have a resource for that. We do. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that yes. at another time. I know. Maybe we'll have her come on for a little while. Oh, that's a great idea. Um, yeah. But thank you to Claire and Shane. And come on over to Facebook.com slash Funny Parents. Help us with our Elf in the Shelf journey. And And thank you for listening. Thank you for liking, commenting, and subscribing.